Welcome to Influenced, the show where three friends and I talk personal development, content creation, and building your personal brand. Long ago, Influence originally referred to a celestial fluid believed to flow from the stars. As this fluid reached Earth, it affected the actions of the planet's inhabitants. We chose Influence because by sharing ideas in these conversations, we influence each other, and hopefully, you too. I'm joined by relationship slash career coach Michael Thompson, whose work has appeared in places like Fast Company and Forbes, former heroin addict turned keynote speaker Brian Penny, and Liz Huber, a high performance and productivity coach who can help you optimize your entire life. And I am your host of sorts, Tom Kugler. I also make travel videos for YouTube, Facebook, and even LinkedIn, mostly about the Philippines. (laughs) Welcome to Influenced. Let's learn a little bit from each other today. influenced. Uh, so today, this is actually, you know, this episode that we're recording right now, this is mine. And this is a topic uh, that I wanted to cover that just came out of the blue. And it's, it's, uh, it's a social media platform that I am don't really use too often. Uh, but somehow I want to talk about today and, and that's Twitter. And it, it occurred to me randomly that this might actually be a good first platform to start on for just like a couple main reasons. And I think that this could, you know, obviously pay dividends for people down the line. So just to give you a spoiler alert here, I think that Twitter is a good place to test ideas on. And I think that when you're first getting started out, ideas, uh, ideas are in abundance and you have to test which ones are really, really, you know, worthwhile to pursue in blog post form or in video form, because you're going to spend a lot of time making these things. So I, you know, I'm, I'm here, you know, with Brian and Michael and I'm really, really intrigued with how Brian uses Twitter because I'm, I use Twitter to just sort of like dump ideas uh, during the day and I scroll through my own Twitter feed and I'm looking at Brian's tweets and like over the past couple months, he's just starting to get more and more likes and retweets from what I'm seeing. I'm not sure if that's reality, but it seems like that. It seems like Brian's really hitting his stride with this platform. And I know that Michael is also doing things with Twitter uh, and LinkedIn that is interesting that I think we should highlight and that you could start to do with, with elsewhere as well. Um, so, uh, I, I just wanted to open it up and this is, this is a fun question, Br- like Brian, Michael, Brian, you can go first if you want to, like, what's your, what's your main goals with Twitter? The main goals with Twitter is it's a, it's an interesting question at the very start, to be honest, I had no goals with Twitter. I, I was very, I was very green to the whole social media thing, to be quite honest at the very start. And I suppose it was to build, build a network, build a community, get people to follow me work, get people to read me work and read me blogs. And how it's really developed. So for me, how I've built a bit of a following on, on Twitter and I've got a bit of a, a bit of traction on Twitter um, would be that I, I, it's, I started off on Twitter talking about mental health stuff and positive mental health. And that's really a lot of the stuff that I do. And what I've noticed with me continued stuff on Twitter. So I do a lot of personal growth stuff and I'd be, Mental, there's, a, there's sort of a battle between mental health versus personal growth. Like just do it every single day because people with bad mental health can't really, you can't be giving them that message. So there's sort of a dichotomy between the two of them. And what I found was with the following I built on Twitter with me mental, with mental health people, they don't, I don't get as much traction on that kind of stuff. 
But when I do little tweets on, on blogs that are specific to the niche that I built on, which makes a lot of sense, really, I get a lot of traction on that. But I suppose how the, the goals, back to your original question, what my goals are, it was really just to get, it was really just to get traction and, and to connect. The, the big thing for me was, wasn't forced off to connect, but then it was to build connections. So I've built connections in Ireland. I live in Ireland and I built connections through the mental health circle with, with some of the top psychologists, with, with all of the top people that talk about mental health and in that arena, they, 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 the advocates of mental health and the companies around mental health. And I got great traction with them. I built amazing connections with them. But as I was talking about that dichotomy, I'm big on mental health, but I think you have to, there's a springboard. You have to jump away from mental health and really aim for high self-improvement. Because for me, if you get the mental health really right, that leads to high performance. And you can, you can do great things if you have great mental health. It's not about good mental health. It's about great mental health. And what I found was that sort of bleeds into the personal growth stuff and the high achievement kind of stuff. And what, where my goals really came from then was dealing with the, or not dealing with, I wish, and um, was connecting, trying to connect with the likes of uh, Tim Ferriss's, the, um, the Adam Robinsons of the world, the Naval Ravikant. And I found what Twitter provided me with was an ability to connect with these people, sometimes on a very small level, sometimes on a very big level. And an example there of Tim Ferriss, I'd say Tim Ferriss has retweeted probably 50 of my tweets. Now, none of them were relating just to my stuff. It was all to do with his stuff. But I've probably gotten like nearly a thousand followers just by retweeting stuff that I loved from Tim Ferriss. And it, was, it wasn't like I'm trying to get Tim Ferriss to retweet me. It was stuff I loved. And I just noticed, whoa, I got these surges and Tim Ferriss is retweeting me stuff. So I literally put in great quote via this person in Tim Ferriss' book, Tribe of Mentors, and he'd retweet it and I'd get traction there. And then through that, I um, um, started tweeting with a guy called Adam Robinson, who was on the Tim Ferriss uh, podcast three times, I think. And um, we, me and Adam got chatting now. So I, I chat to Adam quite a bit now and me message him back and forward. And he actually sent me a book, a draft of his first book. And that was by just building connections up in Twitter. And we, we, it was funny, a little story before I stop here, but um, I said something to Adam about growth through suffering. And Adam says, it's not all about suffering, it's a good, it's, uh, you can grow in other ways. And I says, oh, sorry, Adam, you have me wrong. He says, I'm one of the happiest people I know. And Adam actually says, well, I'm one of the happiest people I know. And he says, uh, let's come over to New York sometime. We have a happy off. So me and Adam <laughs> messaging each other have actually said, um, have actually said to each other um, that we're going to meet up in New York at some stage to have a happy off. And from Adam's book, I've taken a mantra of Adam's called Lean Into Every Moment Expecting Magic and Miracles. So Adam's book is going to be out next this year. It's called An Invitation to the Great Game. And that's one of his messages is lean into every moment expecting magic and miracles. And I took that mantra on in Ireland and I use that a lot. And I've met other people that way as well. Just, and that was just from connecting with people on Twitter. And that's, that, that's my goal, actually. The long story short was, my goal is to connect with yeah. people, build relationships with people. And I've built fantastic relationships through Twitter. It's awesome. Um, and you, you make amazing tweets, too. For like, like they, they take off. Uh, we'll get into that in a second, how to, how, how to properly structure your tweets. Michael, like, I'm not sure how much you use, media, uh, use Twitter uh, you know, nowadays, I, but I, I know that you used to take some of your tweets and expand on them on LinkedIn. What, what, are there any goals for you on Twitter, or you just like to use it you know, to dump ideas? For me, it's mainly to dump ideas, but before we get into that, it's funny, Brian, there's two twins that just came to my son's school, my four-year-old son. Their name is Magic and Miracle. Two twins. Huh. 
It's absolutely wow. like so my son is always talking about right. magic and miracle, and he's always smiling. It, like great words. For me, with Twitter, it's to test ideas and to get ideas tight. Um, generally, what I do is I use Twitter to get like the like the one true sentence. Steve Jobs, um, in all of his talks has one sentence that is like highly tweetable, highly shareable. Um, today we reinvented the phone, a thousand songs in your pocket. So what it does, like Twitter forces me because like you only have a character of what 120 or 140 mm -hmm. is generally I look at ideas like all of my blog posts, I try and switch something a little bit. So I take a common idea and kind of flip it on its head a bit. And generally I use, uh, um, Twitter for that, like to test that, that first idea. Then I take it uh, to LinkedIn and add a couple sentences. Then um, um, if it hits there also, I'll, I'll write a blog post about it. But generally like with Twitter, I don't have a huge following. It's like 600 or something. And I'm on there maybe five times a week. But I like for some of my posts, I'll get five likes and then some like once a week, twice a month, I'll get one that has 40 or 50. So I, I, um, I know that those 40 or 50 are, um, it's not a huge amount, but from the 600 followers I have, if, if, if one out of 10 are liking it, I know that there's some, there's uh, something there. So that's my main goal of uh, what yeah. I should be doing is like Brian is the connection side. But for me, like Twitter's just too fast and I connect with uh, people faster on LinkedIn and medium. Um, so generally, but what I should do is for every article I write, like generally I get an idea from somebody. It's not my original idea. So I should be sharing that, hey, thanks for that idea that sparked this. And I should tag Gary Vaynerchuk or Tim Ferriss or Tom Kugler or Brian Penny to that and start the conversation on the off chance that, that they actually read it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's... That's exactly what I wanted to drill down to. I mean, like you can use Twitter to to both meet people. Uh, there's an I think there's another way you can use Twitter that's really cool. Like you can use it almost as curation. Like I I, I think a lot of times we talk in social media about like getting more followers and 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 getting more views and stuff. But sometimes it's also about like shaving the follower, shaving the people that you follow. Like for some reason, I, I had been following like a thousand people on Twitter and I was getting a bunch of stuff in my feed that was just useless to me, like worthless. Like, I don't know why I was getting that. And the other day, I think I like, I, I drilled it down to like 200 followers or something. People like really tight, people that I knew that I wanted to get stuff from. And now every time I go to Twitter, it's a joy. Like I scroll through my feed and I'm getting nothing but awesome stuff from, from my favorite writers, from my friends. Um, and, 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 you know, some of my favorite authors, like things like that. So like, I think that you can also sort of like weaponize Twitter as this, as this curation sort of platform where you can scroll through and just get nothing but good ideas. I think that's something, I think one of my, one of my favorite LinkedIn influencers said he unfollowed everyone on Instagram. I think, I think the unfollow button is something that's really underrated nowadays. And I think that Twitter might be something that you could use for that. So anyway, yeah, go ahead, Michael. I muted Michael. Sorry. Why do I keep doing that? That's a great point. Uh, when starting out on Twitter, I think I did the thing. If someone follows me, I follow them back just to get up the numbers. And now I'm at like 600 and 600. So I'm not really standing out, but I don't go on Twitter for the very fact that it's a bunch of like, it's a bunch of things that generally I don't care about. So I think it is a good tool. Just, um, 
for me, uh, even if you don't post there, just the amount of fast, good ideas from people spark, like sometimes you get an idea for a video, for an article, just from a little spark from somebody. And that's a great place um, if you get tight on the people you're following. Yeah. And I mean, and like another thing that I, another way I use Twitter is, is basically just like, I, I dump my ideas, like any, anything, anything that'll take me, I, I have a lot of ideas for blog posts that come into my head, maybe on certain, some, some on certain days where it's like really a lot, some days it's not, but on the days that it is a lot, I like to go to Twitter and tweet it just to put it out there into the world, just to put that little like, like birth of an idea out into the world, that kernel. Right. And then, and then, and then I'll come back to it. And if it's getting a lot of likes and retweets or something like that, then I'll be like, all right, cool. That's the one that's, that's the thing that I'll use. And sometimes it looks like a paragraph. That's all it is. It's just a paragraph. I like to tweet paragraphs, but Brian and Michael, like you guys like to tweet like, like, like lines, like it's like a line and it's another line. And there's like, there's a lot of spaces. There's lots of room for that tweet to breathe. For me, it's like a wall of text, but for you guys, it's that like one sentence leads to the next and it slowly builds until that crescendo at the end where like Michael said, it's that one true sentence and it really hits. And for some reason on Twitter, these tweets really, 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 really do well. Um, Brian, Michael, like, like, uh, what's your experience with that? Why do you think that that works so well? Yeah, I don't know why it works so well. Um, it, it, I, 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 was, I wasn't orig- far from original with this. So I, I seen Adam Robinson doing that. I love, he, he, he has taught experiments. I mean, one simple idea. And what I found is for me, it's the one simple idea stuff works. Quotes work great on Twitter. Throw them out there. Some quotes just really get traction. And you read, there's an idea in a quote, so you'd see what really gets traction there. I found on Twitter, out of interest from a quote perspective, that things about listening skills connection all of these kinds of things they get great traction on twitter it depends on your following obviously as well but for me it would be one concept idea like if it's about uh, being in the now or else uh, you have a choice with, with um, how you respond over the situation or failure is a uh, embracing failure visualization just one concept and as you're talking about the crescendo kind of thing like a little bit of a, a teaser at the start a little bit of an explanatory thing and then an ending sentence, this is the way it is. And that just works really well on Twitter because I think I think they're easily tweetable. I think that's the thing as well. They're easily tweetable. If someone likes it, they can read it quick and they can easily tweet it down as well. I think it just it just works. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Go ahead, Michael. Yeah, for me, I usually try and do it like I've been studying like some great co- uh, copywriters like Z, Raghav, and generally all of their sentences go into the next sentence. So like you read a post from them and you actually read the whole thing in general, like they're playing a little bit of a psychological game there uh, uh, with you and they're almost writing song lyrics. So I think of someone like John, John Gorman's great at this. He uses Instagram and Facebook to test uh, paragraphs from, from uh, his blog posts. But generally I try and like get those words to kind of flow really, really well. Sometimes like with poetry, like you keep reading a poem, like, like uh, just because it rhymes or something. But generally, like you can use Twitter to kind of like pretty up your writing some. And I think it's an interesting way to just, you know, clean up your writing, get that, like Brian said, like that one simple idea. Like sometimes uh, with Twitter, like you're surprised on like, hey, the seven goals to lead a good life. And it's like, go for a run, drink water, read a book, kiss your wife. You know, like these simple ideas that sometimes just blow up. So I think mm-hmm. like with, uh, with Twitter also, I think it's a good thing. Like 
when I first started writing, I had a huge fear of not being original. I wanted to say something that nobody else had said. That's a, like, that's kind of selfish thinking. I mean, it's also stupid thinking because like we don't have original ideas. Like we're, uh, we're influenced nonstop. But what I did was kind of use Twitter as like kind of a release just to throw out these simple, simple ideas that maybe you've heard a million times, but if you can tweak it just a bit, sometimes that little tweak shows up. Um, I mean, it will catch on fire or something. So, uh, so it's interesting to see though, but just those simple ideas, like you don't have to reinvent the wheel there and you can just throw out like your 10 ideas a day, maybe nine, uh, are just you know like normal tweets but that one like you would have never known if you didn't use it as a test my most successful tweet tom it's just that i'm just at the realizing it there i got off you believe it or not you put a message up on linkedin one time it's probably my most successful linkedin post as well you put a message up on linkedin and um, i'm 26 today and i have 26 lessons but i'm going to give you one is, is that what, it, <laughs> what was what was that message it was brilliant yeah but what was the one what was the one thing in the end it was like oh what was it man oh, what was it Ah, oh, darn. I could probably look through my LinkedIn here. I'll look through it. I'll look yeah, through it. Yeah. And basically, I thought, oh, that's brilliant. And I loved it, whatever it was. Yeah, if you have a check, and, and I loved it. And I says, oh, right, I'll do something like that. I'd say, right, I was 15 years addicted to heroin. That's my little gig. 15 years, and here's 15 lessons learned. So um, basically, I done that on LinkedIn. But then I went to Twitter, and I said, it's always about regurgitating. Like, I think that was a blog post, 25 lessons learned from 15 years of addiction or something like that. Then the LinkedIn post where I got the idea from you. Then I brought it to Twitter and I says, right, I've only 129 characters, whatever it is. So I says, right, five years clean, five lessons learned. And that was my success. That's my most successful tweet on Twitter, which actually came from you. So it's like influenced, as Mike was saying earlier, we were influenced by other people. I was influenced by you. I was influenced by my previous work. All of them lessons were influenced by greats down the years. Like, so it's crazy. Like it's, that kind of stuff playing on other people's work, you know? I think yeah, your thing, sure. Tom, Tom, like yours was like 26 years, 26 lessons learned. Ah, oh, screw it. Um, it's just one. Be honest. Uh, people follow me because I'm honest or something similar to that. Something like, similar to that, yeah. Like, it wasn't honest, but it was something similar to that. Just stay true uh, to yourself or something. And it was real that yeah. in your post with LinkedIn of you not wearing a shirt, I thought was the best piece of social media I've ever seen. <laughs> like, like LinkedIn, I'm alert. I'm not wearing a shirt. Da, 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 da. And my wife read it. Who's like, a, like she does the, like the website of the Catalonian uh, government here. And she's really like, she knows what good posts are. And she was like, wow, like that was like, and Twitter's a good place where you can turn things on its head. Yes, quickly, yeah, very quickly. Yeah, and, and like it, it, it's it's a little bit like journaling seems like uh, for some people, right? For me, it's not, but for some people, it would seem like a big task, like to open up a notebook, take a pen, and to, and to sit there and write for twenty minutes, thirty minutes. But Twitter, it's like you can fire off a tweet like this. You know, it's super easy, super quick. So I think that that's another thing. It, it, it'll get your ideas down on paper and get them recorded because sometimes, sometimes I have an idea and I don't record it. I think Twitter, if you use that, it, that, that can help you. And, 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 and Brian, I love what you said like before. Like, like you basically have a hook 
and then you explain it in a couple couple lines and then you you have that 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 sort of like the the the, the crescendo at the end yeah, like the, what it means sure. yeah the statement the point and like that that hook is so important and like as you write more content online you get that hook better so in a way twitter is actually helping you write hooks better which yeah. is everything in blog post writing um not everything but you know it's a it's good a part of it it's a lot yeah it's yeah especially and so, so in a lot of ways on twitter you're not really focusing on that it, on like the ideas it's more so of getting getting attention i think that's another thing you're practicing definitely so yeah yeah uh, it's it's funny, interesting enough of the tweets, the the things that um, that I tweeted of Tim Ferriss' stuff out of his book. I find it's the stuff that um, that is controversial. That's what really gets the traction. And my God, I've been shocked because the people aren't commenting to me. I I put out the tweet, but it's from Tim Ferriss' book. He retweets it, so everyone's getting at him. But it's like the really controversial ones. The comments, like they're the ones that get lots of traction, lots of negative comments, but loads of traction. Yeah, yeah, it's like what they always say, all the top influencers say. It's like you have to say something a little, a little bit controversial. Thing, and what, you're not going to please everybody. So it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's that, you have to step on toes sometimes as well. A little bit. Yeah. I, for, for some reason, for some reason, those little one liners, sometimes they come easy to me in, in writing form, not in an argument. In an argument, if you, t- if you ask me to do a one liner, I'll think of the perfect one liner like three days later. But in <laughs> writing, I can think of a one liner pretty good. But like, that's the thing. Like, like, um, you know, I, I just try to put something down that, that, that would make me stop. Like, like if, if I, if, if I can write some, it, that's my goal, I'm going to write something that would make me stop. And if I can do that, then I think it'll make someone else stop too scrolling. So yeah, yeah super important. I mean, it's so, so we've gotten into a lot of things here. I mean, Twitter is good for connecting. It's good for like curating. It's good for testing ideas. It's good for testing headlines. Um, it's good for telling stories short. It's good for getting that, that, that sentence, that, 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 core sentence you know a thousand songs in your pocket just like michael said so i mean this is why twitter is so important and 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 and, uh, yeah michael go right ahead yeah like there's something else too is if you're a writer like medium like you get to see what posts like what sentences are your top sentences like people can go in and highlight them um instead of just sharing your article everybody's sharing articles. Generally, I don't get a lot of traction with those at all. Like people go to Twitter for like for one-liners, for zingers, but you have um, generally um, inside your articles, you have those zingers. So if you like, you can like pull that out as the text of the post, then link your article. So you're actually doing like, like you're getting traction on your article while throwing out like the sentence that you know works. So it's a good way to just like repurpose your posts. Like you, Tomorrow, like you could go through all your 300 posts, find your top sentences, craft those in a way for Twitter, and you would have your, like your strategy for almost a year. That's a really good idea, Mike. So like I could, I could sort my top viewed articles on Medium right now. I click in, find my most highlighted parts of that article, tweet it. And then underneath of that tweet, be like the link to the full articles right here. Like do it a thread or something like that. Yeah, so or even on LinkedIn. Like do a reverse, like not test the idea, but take something that, you know, works and throw it uh, somewhere else. Unreal. That's a really good idea. And then, I mean, and, and, and ah, that's a really good idea, Michael. <laughs> Darn. I, 
Why didn't I think of that? Three years on that. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I, 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 darn, that's a really good idea. Yeah. And so really, if you're making something, like you already have the stuff and you've already seen it somewhere else. And also maybe you have posts that like, don't look at your ones that have the most views. Look at the ones that should. Like this past year, three of the articles that are like yesterday, I had an article blow up that got like 10,000 views off Medium from like 90 days ago that I, that I knew was good, but I didn't have like the, the, the social proof for my confidence for it. Yeah, mm. like so now I could go through some of uh, my old articles that, hey, like maybe like there is something in there that, mm. that you could test on Twitter, then use it with LinkedIn, then redo that post uh, somehow and just kind of like you can use it as a cycle. Yeah, and yeah. Cycle. Yeah, and, and I mean, how, how do you get initial followers on Twitter? I guess like, I just blog on medium a lot, you know, like tag some of your favorite authors, like, like highlight, highlight some of the, some of your favorite parts of your, of the blog posts that you read, tweet it. You can easily do that on media. I've used medium to get my followers. Like, and I see a lot of people on Twitter, on, tw on medium interact with me on Twitter too. So that's how you can sort of get your initial followers. And, 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 you know, if you quote some of your favorite authors, they'll retweet you, you know, they love that sort of thing. So um, I, I don't use Twitter to grow. I use it to just test ideas. And I think, it's, I think it can be a really fun place to be. It's, it's, I, I, think I, was, I think I wrote down a, a headline the other day or maybe a, a year ago or something. And it said, like, why Twitter is my favorite social media platform. And, like, it, it's, it's funny that I said that because, like, I, I spend a lot of time on Twitter for whatever reason. I don't know why I do, but I do. I love that platform. So I think it, I think it could be fun. So go ahead, Michael. You just brought up another a good point is you could really like you could use to test your titles there like throw up a quick uh, quick survey yes so if you have like yes. three working titles just throw it up there and see which one like maybe you get 10 votes but seven of them say one yes exactly yeah so like you could just use the polls feature and that, that's another huge part of twitter and i think video i've never experimented with twitter with video on twitter but I think it could probably look, imagine if you use Twitter to send a video message to like one of your favorite influencers, you can't do that over email. You know what I mean? Like you can't do that over like, like link, like you could tag someone on LinkedIn, but like to actually like tweet at someone and, and send them videos saying, Hey, I really enjoyed your latest article. Like darn, they're going to, they're going to notice that they're going to be like, who the heck is this person sending me a video? So I mean that, you know, yeah. Brian, yeah, if you want to get on Tim Ferriss's radar, steal, steal that idea, take the, yeah. like, read the things from his book, say what it did for your life. And, yeah. and he'll get like, there's a trick uh, when you're doing interviews, like you ask the people, like describe your, like describe your dream hire. The end, like, like the beauty of this question um, um, isn't the fact that they're going to say like the adjectives, like the beauty of the question is like, they're going to be looking right at you when they're answering it. So when they think back in the future, who's our dream hire, they're gonna see your face. So if you can use that kind of like psychological flip with Tim, you know, somebody, so they see your face plus your name, plus they know you're promoting, like that trifecta, that's, that's like etho, like the keys of uh, persuasion from uh, Socrates is all, you know, like, like, the, like the recognition circle of face, name, words, face, name, words over and over again. And they're going to start to yeah. see you.
I, it's funny. I done that. Well, I done that with Russell Brand actually. Um, but remember, I called him out in a talk, so I sent that to Russell Brand. But I, I haven't done an actual video where I'm talking to them. They might find that a little bit creepy. There's a creepy element to that as well. I think that's the yeah. only. I don't know if I go there. But um, with, Tim, with Tim Ferriss, only a couple of weeks ago, um, he's big into uh, self-talk and Wittgenstein. I'm mad into Wittgenstein and language. And I, I know he's into that stuff because I, I'm a big fan of Tim Ferriss and I've listened to his podcast. So I actually just said, um, Wittgensteinian evidence-based approach to the self-talk. I follow your work closely, Tim. I think you like this. I think you like this article. And it was the only time Tim Ferriss has ever liked or touched anything that was nothing got to do with him, just to do with me. And he gave me a like on it. So I have a feeling he might have read the article, you know? So it's a, it's a way to connect with people. Definitely. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I, I, did a, I did a virtual summit uh, about a year and a half ago or something. And I think I probably landed 20, 20 of my 30 guests through Twitter. Like it, just reaching out, tweeting at them, DMing them, something like that. Being like, hey, I'd love to interview you. Can I DM you? Like mm-hmm. it, people respond pretty well. I, I, sent out a, I sent out a lot of tweets, right? Not everyone responded, but Twitter was that big. Like it got the lion's share. So um, yeah, I, thanks guys for talking. I mean, like I'm not sure if you guys have anything else to add. We're like coming up on time here and I didn't okay. expect this to go that long, but there's a lot of good stuff in this one. So, um, you know, like get on Twitter. Yeah, get on Twitter. I don't really think it's something you need to grow on per se, but uh, it, it is useful for just writing down those initial ideas and getting some quick feedback. I think that's, that can be invaluable. And then you can just take whatever good ideas you have and then expand on them in a LinkedIn post or maybe a blog post. And then that way you can just sort of reuse what you've already written. I think that's a really useful way for Twitter. So uh, you guys have anything else to add? Yeah, go ahead, Michael. Yeah, for um, just the last thing is just like generally, like recently I've, a couple of people have emailed me to talk. And it's like, hey, can I steal uh, some of your time? Generally, like the ones that kind of use Twitter for like if they, they, like they send me a thing through, uh, through Medium or through uh, like, like LinkedIn. Shit, if you get like four or five of those a week, like you can't reply to everybody. But generally, like you can see on Twitter though, if they're like, if they shared your stuff, like the names kind of like, uh, for me, I tend to remember, hey, he tweeted, plus he emailed me, plus he shared something on like LinkedIn. It's just like one more bullet to kind of get somebody on your side. And two, yeah. like, you don't, like you don't have to connect with like, like with Brian, I, like with Tim Ferriss, he got uh, Madam Robinson, which isn't Tim Ferriss's name. But in a certain circle, um, it's just as strong. And so like, like, like sure, he's going after Ferris. But like, don't forget that there's a lot of, of individuals in between that can connect you uh, like with your next step. Mm-hmm. Or they may be the reason you connected with them in the first, like that friendship is worth the squeeze. So you, like, so you don't always have to go after like, like the influencers to learn mm-hmm. something on Twitter, I don't think, or to make a friendship. Like generally like the value of a friendship, like the, like the three of us are like, we're growing and stuff, but we're still like, like little fish but we connected with each other through these platforms because we saw something in them. So if you connect with someone on a personal, um, it doesn't have to be a celebrity. It, it like just that one, find that one friend on the platform and it makes it worth it. Yeah. I never thought it's I, 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 one other thing you could use Twitter for is like when you've sent an email to someone like a cold email and they haven't responded in like a day or two, maybe tweet at them, 
send them a little tweet, like a nudge, like, Hey, like I sent you an email the other day or like, I'm a big fan. You know what I mean? Something like that. They might respond to that. That might be like, like another touch point that might tip it into your favor for them to respond to you. And just like Brian says, I mean, like it's just something that he's been doing over time. And sometimes you get that initial thing. But if you've, if you've tried to contact someone outside of Twitter, Twitter might be a good place to actually continue that, that process to get in touch with someone. So anyway, I see, I see our friend Nicole Akers does that really well. Like the other day, she sent me an email about uh, you know re- reviewing her new book on Medium, and I didn't get to it. And I, I was gonna get to it, but she sent me a tweet. She tweeted at me a couple of days later, and I was like, ah, oh, that that got me. That got her front of mind again, you know. So I think that's a really really cool like thing that you can do like subconsciously. So okay. Anyway, uh, that's more than I want to talk about Twitter today. But I hope you all had fun, and I hope you all hop on Twitter. Um, and I'm going to, I, I'm, I'm not exactly sure. I, I'll be completely honest. I'm not, ex- I, okay. No, we're, we are going to have a viral tweet template that we're going to offer down below in the description. So you can download that. You can make your own viral tweets. You can figure out how to actually make that correctly. And uh, that'll be in the description box below. So, um, please go ahead and download that. And, um, thank you, Michael. Thank you, Brian, for coming on. Thanks, had a lot of fun. Yeah. Had a lot of fun and, uh, we'll see you next time. On Influenced. Thank you for listening to Influenced. Don't forget to download the freebie that we have included in the description for this particular episode if you want a little more tips and advice on what you just heard. That's it for me, Michael, Brian, and Liz. We hope you have a great day.